Welcome to episode 26 of the official Average Boy podcast. I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine. And I'm Average Boy, a.k.a. the powerful podcaster, the bodacious broadcaster, and the DJ that brings the sun ray. Some people also call me Bob Smiley. Wow, Bob, you know, after doing so many of these podcast introductions, it seems like you have a lot of alter egos. Oh, I don't believe in ego, Jesse. The Bible tells us to be humble. But, you know what? If you add a G, then I am all over it. What do you mean? You know, if you add a G to ego, you get ego. And waffles for breakfast are my favorite. You know, well, there'll be no waffling on today's podcast. I'm determined to stay focused and have a great show. That sounded a little braggy. Well, I didn't say that I'm great. I just want to do a great show. Good, because I do not like to brag. And that usually works out pretty well since I'm not really that great at anything. Oh, I wouldn't say that, Bob. You didn't. I did. Are you... Are your headphones working? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you did say it, but you're a really good writer, and, and I think you're really funny. Thanks, Jesse, but those things don't really matter to most kids. They just care if you're good at sports or playing video games. I mean, Billy and I like to play video games, but I am not good enough to make a career out of it. Yeah, you know, that still seems really strange to me that people get paid to play video games. You know, but you've got to be good at some kind of sport. You know, there are just so many of them. Like, I'm really good at disc golf, which is kind of like regular golf, but you throw frisbees into metal baskets instead of trying to hit this little white ball. Oh, my dad is really good at that. He's always throwing my Frisbees into metal trash cans. You know, usually after I accidentally hit him with it. One time I threw a Frisbee down the hallway through the front door. Bob, I think we're getting off track again. And remember, this time we're going to try to stay focused. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, the truth is, I'm not that athletic. I mean, I did make the school basketball team, but only 10 guys tried out. Coach encouraged me, though. He found the perfect role for me. I sat on the end of the bench, and I helped the other guys find the water bottles. Oh, did you play in any games? Not really. Coach said I was more of a practice player, and I was always at practice because I I really needed lots of it. Well, like they say, practice makes perfect. I did get better, especially at passing the ball. And a few times, this is going to sound like I'm bragging, but a few times I even passed the ball to one of my teammates instead of the other team. But every time we ran lines at the end of practice, I'd come in last which always made practice end on a bad note. Well, speed isn't everything. I mean, it certainly helps in basketball, but, you know, hand-eye coordination is really important, too. Oh, I've got tons of that. Sometimes I stick my finger in my eye without even trying. Uh, no, no, no. I'm talking about the hand-eye coordination you use that helps you, like, catch a basketball or hit a baseball or connect with a pickleball racket. Hang on, did you say pickleball? Yeah, you know, I heard it's the fastest-growing sport in the United States. I know. Remember, I'm from Texas. My gym teacher, Miss Anderson, loves that sport. She makes everyone play doubles. I got teamed up with Coulter, the best athlete in school, and we made it all the way to the championship match. Oh, so you're good at pickleball. Oh, not really at all. Oh. I I thought I would be because I love pickles, dill pickles, not the sweet kind. What's the deal with those? Anyway, the first time Miss Anderson said we were playing pickleball, I jumped up and said, I'll open the jar. She just looked at me strangely. A lot of teachers do that. And then she handed me a big wooden paddle and a wiffle ball. 
It turned out pickleball has nothing to do with pickles. Yeah, uh, why do they give sports strange names like that? Yeah, you know, if I ever invented a game using golf clubs and a volleyball, I wouldn't call it spaghetti ball because I wouldn't want kids showing up with a loaf of garlic bread and a fork. You know, it would be called volley golf, right? Right, you know, that makes sense to me. And actually, that idea sounds pretty fun. Yeah, I'll have to remember that one. But if a sport combines tennis, badminton, and ping pong, it should be called tennis pong, not pickleball. And while I wasn't good at it, Coulter was amazing. The court is smaller than a tennis court, so he ran all over the place, hitting like every shot. Okay, so what did you do? I went to the school cafeteria and got a few pickles. I also helped by encouraging Coulter. I I may not be a good athlete, but I'm a really good encourager. So I yelled things like, great shot, or run faster, or watch out for that pickle I just dropped. You are a good team player. I know. I did everything I could, but we still lost in the finals. Mm. Coulter said it was because he was tired from running all over the court in the other matches, but I know we lost because he did not eat enough pickles. That's a great story. Uh, but what's your point? You know, once again, I really want to stay focused on this podcast. Uh, hang on. You were the one who brought up pickleball. Honestly, Jesse, you do need to pay better attention. Honesty. There you go. That's a great topic. Oh, I always try to be honest. Like my grandmother told me, honesty is the best policy. Uh, The Bible talks a lot about honesty, too. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 25 says, Each of you must get rid of your lying. Speak the truth to your neighbor. Uh, And that reminds me of a joke. Oh, to be honest, I was hoping you'd forget a joke. Oh, Bob, you know, I know deep down inside you appreciate my humor. Plus, this joke is different. It's a knock-knock joke. So, knock-knock. Who's there? Lionel. Lionel who? Lionel, get you nowhere. Always tell the truth. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, that's a good one. And, And that's no lie. But there's more to honesty than speaking the truth. You should also act honestly. Like the other day, my brother and I were riding our bikes to Miss Fox's house. The Bible says to love your neighbors, so we help her any way we can. Plus, she makes really good cookies and lemonade. That is a big plus. Anyway, I was riding behind Brian when he slammed on his brakes and jumped off his bike. I barely missed him. But when I stopped, I saw that he was holding a wallet. He opened it up and he said, I think this wallet belongs to George Washington or maybe Benjamin Franklin. Uh, He was looking at the money, wasn't he? Yes. How did you guess? (laughs) Well, I jumped off my bike, grabbed the wallet out of his hands, and looked at the driver's license. Turned out there was $400 in the wallet, and it all belonged to a man named Matt Herman. I showed my little brother the driver's license and asked, are you thinking what I'm thinking? And he said, new bikes for both of us. I mean, he was joking, of course. We knew we had to return the money. So we jumped on our bikes, rode home, told our dad what happened, and then we all drove over to the address. Oh, so did you find the owner of the wallet? Yes. He actually was doing some yard work when we pulled up. So I got out of the car, and I asked, are you Mr. Herman? And when he nodded, I said, we found your wallet. Actually, my brother grabbed it out of my hand and said, uh, I found it. Here you go. Anyway, Mr. Herman looked shocked. He took the wallet, thumbed through his bills, and then he handed my brother some money saying, here's a little something to show my thanks. My brother took the cash and shouted, $100? This is awesome. Mr. Herman immediately shouted, uh, what? So he took the $100 back and handed my brother a 20. Turns out Mr. Herman wasn't that thankful, just a little farsighted. But it felt so great to do the right thing. Oh, and there's a great Bible verse about that. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 21 says, 
aim at what is honorable, not only in the Lord's sight, but also in the sight of man. You know, God sees everything and he knows our heart. And what you and your brother did was very honorable. Being honest and acting honorably often look the same. I, I hadn't thought about that before, but I think you're right. Since I seem to be on a roll, I wanted to answer this question that Elijah sent in on our website, averageboy.org. Elijah said, hi, Average Boy. I love your devotions. What's your favorite thing about knowing God? My favorite thing about knowing God is that I can always trust him. Well, that's a great question and a great answer. Elijah is obviously very smart because he also says he loves my devotion books. Our devotional books, Bob. Okay, you're right. Yeah. And I guess the honorable thing to do is to give you credit. Hmm. <laughs> but to answer his question, my favorite part about knowing God is knowing someone always has my back and my front when you think about it. If things don't work out or something bad happens, I can trust that God knows better than me. And in the end, it's all going to turn out okay because we get to be with him. Wow, yeah. For me, I love how patient and forgiving God is. Yet when you read the Old Testament, or well, even in my own life, it's amazing how many times I try to do things in my own strength, or I forget one of God's commands or something he's done in my life. It, but instead of being zapped because I'm acting stupid, God shows me grace. You know, God has to show a lot of grace because we can all be slow to learn. And I kind of find it amazing that God is ready to forgive when we confess our mistakes and commit to following him. You know, that's the way I want to be with my family and friends. God is our heavenly father. He's the best dad and the one who we should try to emulate with our actions. Emulate? Wow, that's a big word, Bob. I know. Memorizing those 10 new words a month is really paying off. Well, that's the end of today's official Average Boy podcast, a presentation of Focus on the Family. You can read The Adventures of Average Boy every month in Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine. Just go to averageboy.org to sign up for a subscription. And if you want to read my devotions, like Elijah did, you can buy devotions for Super Average Kids, books one and two. They're filled with advice, biblical wisdom, and big, big laughs. And if you enjoyed listening to Season 2 of the podcast, let us know. You can message us at AverageBoy.org by clicking on the Ask Average Boy link, or you can call and leave us a message at 1-888-465-6595. Just make sure to get your parents' permission before you call because we may use your comment, question, and your voice on a future podcast. And I want to thank 89.3 KSBJ in Houston. God listens. Huge thanks to them, and thanks for everyone that listened today. I'm Bob. And I'm Jesse, telling you, none of us is average. We're all super average. He's average, Bob.